the U.S. submarine fleet will decline in the near term and won't hit its current level until about the mid-2040s and then won't rise until the later 2040s. And this is despite the fact that strategists love submarines because of their covertness, their ability to operate inside the Chinese defensive bubble. So despite what the AUKUS agreement would like and the strategists would like, the United States is going to have this submarine gap. Hi, I'm Mark Kansian, Senior Advisor for the International Security Program at CSIS, and I'm here to talk about my recent report, Security in the Western Pacific, Building Future Capabilities in the Time of AUKUS. The title captures the major elements in the report. First, we look at security in the Western Pacific, the challenge from China and threats to the U.S. and to its partners and allies in the region. We also look at AUKUS, which is the agreement between Australia, the United Kingdom, and the United States to develop submarine capabilities, nuclear submarine capabilities in Australia and increase U.S. presence in the Western Pacific. Then we look at the submarine fleet in general. And what we find is that the U.S. submarine fleet will decline in the near term and won't hit its current level until about the mid-2040s and then won't rise until the later 2040s. So the bulk of the report looks at ways to fill this gap, technologies that might be available while we are waiting for additional submarines to arrive. Looking at these potential technologies and concepts, we have broken them into six areas, making existing submarines more effective. And this would be things like using uncrewed underwater vehicles to extend the reach of existing submarines, as well as improving submarine maintenance. So there are more U.S. submarines actually deployed than sitting in shipyards. We talk about bringing more forces to bear and more effectively One way to do this is to rely more on contractors for areas where the forces are thin and the U.S. is constrained, for example, in training of partners and allies. We look at being ready to operate in a hostile environment. The environment in the Western Pacific is much more demanding than what the United States has experienced for the last 25 years since the end of the Cold War. So this would be things like building hardened aircraft shelters to protect aircraft, dispersing aircraft building resilience to cyber attacks. We caution not to ignore conventional threats. These would be things like mines, which although everyone recognizes as a major threat, the United States has typically been unprepared to deal with mines and deal with swarming tactics that the uh, Chinese have frequently used to discourage presence of other countries in its region. We look at air defense and all of its aspects, including missile defense and counter uncrewed aerial systems. And finally, we exhort DOD to think offensively, even when on the defense. This would be things like using uncrewed surface vessels, aerial vehicles, aggressively hypersonics, and especially standoff sea mines. These are an area that have tremendous potential, but is underdeveloped. The United States has focused typically on other kinds of capabilities, and mine warfare has often been ignored. The report's intended to help governments and defense industry work better together to fill this gap of capabilities until more submarines arrive. To read the full report, Security in the Western Pacific, Building Future Capabilities in the Time of AUKUS, please visit CSIS.org.